Shalom, brothers and sisters. This is Abba's daughter back with another very edifying episode. So today's title is called, Is It Possible to Have Salvation and Be in Rebellion? Okay. There is a very important reason why this topic popped up in my spirit. Um, I have a best friend down in Florida. He's an older man, um, probably just turned 60. <laughs> Pretty old, right? But I'm a truck driver, so we come across all kinds of people, different ages, stuff like that. And um, we've been best friends for a little over 10 years. Anyways, but um, he is a deacon at a church. Um, he changed his life around probably about... Um, Six to seven years ago, um, he changed his life around. Uh, and he's been really working on, you know, progressing in, in the Lord or trying to anyway. But see, right now at the moment, um, <laughs> he's upset with me. We'll talk about why. <laughs> but anyways, so we were having a conversation. I think it was about two, yeah, two days ago, I believe. And... We were talking about, he mentioned something about um, salvation and rebellion, okay? So, from what I understood what he was saying, because he used Peter as an example. You know, um, in the story when Yeshaya, when they were at the the feast, right? And Yeshaya had mentioned that his disciples were going to deny him, right? And Peter said, no, I will never do that. I'll read the passage here in a moment, but he said, I'll never do that. And Isaiah looked at him and said, Peter, before the cock crows, you're going to deny me three times. And Peter is just adamant, no, 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 Lord, I could never do something like that, right? Well, it happens that he does, okay? So, me and him are talking, me and my best friend are talking about, you know, the, the salvation bit, you know, um, can you lose your salvation, right? And my answer or my response to that was that if you have salvation, it is something that occurs one time, okay? It is a one-time occurrence. Now, why is salvation a one-time occurrence, Okay. Hold on. I want to pull up this scripture that's on my, that just got put on my spirit. Give me one second here. <clears throat> here we go. Hebrews chapter 6. So, this is what it says in Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 6. It says, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come 
if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance seeing they crucify to themselves the son of god afresh and put him to an open shame all right so this is talking about salvation hebrews chapter 6 verses 4 through 6 okay so when me and my best friend was talking about salvation can you lose salvation right my personal take is this if you have gained salvation if you have truly been saved or have salvation then no you cannot lose salvation and i was explaining to him this is something i had heard before salvation occurs once whereas sanctification is a daily process okay and on in a different episode i'm going to expound on that all right but he said salvation occurs every day. I said, no, salvation is not a daily thing. Salvation is a one-time thing. Guys, read Hebrews 6, chapter Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4 through 6 again. It says, for it is impossible for those who are once enlightened, okay? So if you were once enlightened, experience the Lord firsthand. And then what you do is you fall away. But then you try to come again. What you're doing is you're crucifying the, the Lord twice. All right. And Abba makes it very clear that it's impossible for them to come back the same. It's not going to be the same. So salvation does occur one time. But sanctification is the process, brothers and sisters. It's the process that we go through to be holy as he is holy. He makes it very clear that he is coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. So sanctification is that process. And like I said, I'm going to expound on that in a um, different episode. But me and my best friend, we was talking about this. So he talked about, he mentioned Peter. When Peter denied the Lord three times, he said, well, Peter went into rebellion. And I'm like, what Peter did was not rebellion. And he's very adamant that he is. So this is what I did. I looked up the definition of rebellion. I was trying to give him definition, but of course, you know, people tend to get their feelings when you're when you're challenging them. Oh, and don't ever be afraid to challenge someone. Please don't. It's better to challenge somebody and get the truth than to sit here and listen to someone's lies or you know not understand them. You know, even with me, challenge me. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm down for it. We can we can do our studying together. We can come to a conclusion together if, you know, the understanding is not there. We, we can get there, okay, if you're open to it. But rebellion, according to the Webster Dictionary, is an instance of such defiance or resistance, okay? So I'm looking at the synonyms, the words that mean the same thing as rebellion okay so the one i had looked at was oh you have disobedience defiance right forwardness insubordination okay so let's look at defiance defiance means hold on defiance means disposition to resist willingness to contend or fight contrariness 
contrary to despite okay let's look at another one i want to i want to see another one here because rebellion is a very serious situation i'm going to read to you why that is let's see um disobedience refusal or neglect to obey okay so rebellion is a refusal to obey that means you could be in an army and your sergeant gives you a direct order but you tell him no i'm not doing that but see you signed a contract that you were going to do what the military told you, what your superiors told you. So now you're in insubordination. You are in rebellion, okay? You are being disobedient, which is a, what does it say? A refusal or a neglect to obey. Now, let's think about the definition of that word. Does that apply to Peter when he denied the Lord three times? When you think about his denial of the Most High, rebellion does not fit. I'll go further. Let's go to 1 Samuel. I always bring you guys back to this because this is perfect. This is the most, the most perfect passage you can ever find about rebellion. Chapter 15, verses 22 through 23. Okay? And the word reads, and Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Okay, so here's that word, obeying. This is what he says. Behold, to obey. All right? To obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken or to hear or listen than the fat of rams verse 23 then he goes on and says this for rebellion for rebellion is as sin as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. Now, who is Samuel speaking to? Samuel is speaking to Saul right now. Saul was the, established as the first king, the first actual human king of Israel. Okay, Before that, Ahiah was ruling over Israel. But... You know, our people want it to be like everybody else and have a physical king they can actually see versus going through the prophets and, and following laws and all that stuff, okay? But, brothers and sisters, I implore you to study First Samuel, okay, from the beginning to the end. That way you understand what rebellion is, what Saul did. Saul did not do anything Abba told him to do. Not once did Saul obey the Lord. Read it for yourself and study it. Not one time did Saul obey the Most High. Not once. Okay? That, 
brothers and sisters, is complete rebellion. And let me tell you right now, those of us who are refusing to obey the Most High, those of us who refuse to listen to Him, refuse to hearken to His commandments, refuse anything of Him, those of us, that is rebellion. Now, let's talk about what Peter did. Peter denied the Lord three times. But hold on. Let's read what it says about his denial, okay? Let's go to John chapter... Now, I'm going to start in Matthew. We're going to go in order. Matthew chapter 26, okay? Matthew 26, verses 69 through 675. I'm going to read this to you. All right. And it reads, Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, You also was with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what you say. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto, unto him, unto them that were there. This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely you also are one of them, for your speech berates you. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, you shall deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. Before I continue reading the other examples of what happened, does this even sound close to what Saul did? Think about it. Saul willingly and defiantly refused to obey Abba Chaya at all. But if you study the the, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, John, and Luke. If you study these Gospels, Peter, okay, Peter actually was following the Most High. He was working on his obedience and all of that and all of that. Now, let me tell you the deal when it comes to Peter. Let's, let's, let's read about something here. Let's, let's go to Luke chapter 22. See, the, the, the Holy Spirit is directing me right now because I wanted to go in order with some things, but... That's not what the what the Lord wants to do. So we're going to go to Luke 22, verses 30 through 34, okay? And it reads, That you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith fail not. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with you, both into prison and to death. And he said, I tell you, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that you shall thrice deny that you know me. All right, let's expound on this, brothers and sisters. Yeshaya prayed, prayed for Peter. What does that tell you? That tells you that Yeshaya loved Peter. I mean, Peter was the apple of his eye. Yeshaya established his church on Peter. It says here, 
when you are converted. He didn't say if you are converted, might convert. No, he said when. So he knew without a doubt Peter would be converted. And then he told him to strengthen his brethren. So Peter became strong in the Lord. Do you understand? Yeshaya prophesied in this passage. He said, Satan desires to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. You are covered. And then he tells him, you will deny me. But that's okay. Because you're going to be converted and you're going to strengthen your brethren. Do you see what I'm saying? The point is, in Peter's uh, uh, example, Peter is showing the human side of us. The Lord says in Proverbs chapter 24, turn to Proverbs chapter 24, verse 16. He said, for a just man falls seven times and rises up again. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is telling us that we are going to make mistakes. And we are because we're human. When Adam and Eve fell, we all fell because of Adam and Eve. That is the reason why Yeshua came and did his work. But when Peter denied the Lord, he wasn't in rebellion. No. He did fear. Yes, he did. And the Lord says it's not of him. But it shows you in the, the, the passage we read in Luke 22 that Peter was not yet fully converted in his heart. So, yes, he did kind of fall just a little bit because if you continue reading in Matthew, Matthew chapter 26, 9 through 75, uh, Mark 14, Luke 22, Peter wept bitterly you guys i mean when you weep bitterly that means you are bawling i know because i do it quite often he was so sorry now when you read the story about saul saul didn't weep saul wasn't sorry saul kept doing whatever it was saul wanted to do and because of that rebellion was mentioned regarding saul but rebellion was not mentioned regarding peter peter made a mistake he understood his mistake, but the Lord said, when you are converted, that means he was going to be strong and he was going to be established. And the Lord already knew this. Family, I had to bring this up because y'all need to understand what rebellion is. Salvation happens one time. But the sanctification process is something that we do every day. The changes, the transformation, that is the sanctification process. Abba is going to reveal to us what we need to do to work on ourselves so that he does have a bride without spot or wrinkle. Yes, my best friend got mad at me because he thinks I'm a know-it-all. And it's unfortunate he feels that way because I don't know anything. I only know what Abba Haya has revealed to me. Let me tell y'all something. And this is for even my other friends too. Or people who might think, oh, she thinks she... I don't even care. I am doing the will of my father. He is all I care about. That's how your attitude needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Who cares what your mom thinks? Who cares what your brother thinks? Who cares what your sister thinks? Who cares what your friend thinks? You should be working towards the things of the most high. 
Brothers and sisters, I prayed. The Lord called me when I was 22 years old. I'm 35, okay? I did not come into full obedience until the end of 2020. November of 2020. I'll never forget it. November of 2020 is when I came under full obedience of the Most High. That means I was 34 years old, right before my 35th birthday. But the Lord called me when I was 22. Do you see what I'm saying? Every day, every time I went to open my Bible, I prayed for the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of discernment. I prayed for those four spirits right before I read the Lord's word. And I did not fully get blessed with understanding until the end of 2020. And now I understand, brothers and sisters, the Lord will answer your prayer, but you got to be in obedience. Hallelujah. That's why I tell you how important it is. I could have been came under obedience. I could have been had to understand. I could have been awake. But I was in rebellion. I was disobedient until I finally decided to be fully obedient at the end of 2020, before my 35th birthday. So, brothers and sisters, this is, matter of fact, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. My 30, before my 34th birthday, I was 33. <laughs> how did I get that wrong? I don't know how old I am. Oh, my God. But, brothers and sisters, the point is, my loved ones, those who know me, okay, have a hard time listening or even learning from me because they still see me as, you know, you know, I grew up with her. I mean, what the Lord said in his word about how a prophet is rarely accepted in his own country. He was not lying. You weren't talking about the physical country. You're talking about the people that you grew up with who know you. They're going to reject you because they know you. You see what I'm saying? But that's okay because at the end of the day, it's not about them. It's about the Most High. It's about Abba Achaya. What he wants you to do, you need to do it. So, brothers and sisters, I pray this was edifying to you. Understand something. Not every preacher, not every deacon, not everybody understands the word. You have to study the word for yourself, first and foremost. And when you get revelation from someone, even someone like me, go to the Most High and, and meditate and ask him to show you the truth or to give you confirmation. All right? I will never sit here and say, oh, I listen to me and only me. No, because it's not about me, all right? I'm not getting revelation through myself. No, Abba Ahaya has been bestowing that upon me to share with you. All I'm doing is expounding on what Abba has already told us, all right? But it being your best interest to go to him every time for confirmation or understanding if you don't understand. So, was Peter in rebellion? No, he was not. Peter was just showing. It was an example for us to see that we're human beings. Things happen. But according to Proverbs 24, 16, the Lord tells us that a just and righteous man falls seven times and he gets back up. He does not stay down. So every time you fall, repent for your mistakes. It don't matter what it is. 
the Lord said, hold on, what did he say? Where's that? I, I had to put up on here. Matthew chapter 12, verse 31. Let me read this to you guys, and this will be the, I'm, I'm going to leave y'all with this, okay? Matthew chapter 12, verse 31, and it reads, Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. Do you hear me? But the blasphemy against the Holy, Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Do you hear me, brother? You can blaspheme Ahia. You can blaspheme yes, Ahia. But if you come against the Holy Ghost, that's your butt. Do you hear me? So once again, was Peter in rebellion? No, he was not. And my best friend was unfortunately wrong. All the Lord did was show us an example. Okay? That Peter is a beloved, but he's also a human being. <laughs> Hallelujah, Abba Achaya. Thank you so much for being there for us. Cover us in your son's precious blood, Father, and give us your spirit of, of truth, which is the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, we are in the end. We are in the end. we got to get it together. we got to prepare our spirit. you got to be ready. You've got to be ready. Oh, man, I love y'all. I thank y'all so much for being with me from the beginning to the end, okay? With that being said, brothers and sisters, family, I love you, and I will talk to you soon. Shalom.